Welcome, welcome one and all to another week of Ghost in the Scene. I am your host, Gio Champatazzi, back with my co-host, Rob Thomas. Rob, how are you? We're in spooky season, officially. How are you feeling? Ooh, 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 I think a chill just went down my spine, Gio, because I'm spooked. You know, blood running down my back, blood running down my back, egg on my head. Just, I feel it. It's That's scary. The, the, the ghosts, ghouls, goblins are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's why it's so important to, uh, you know, cover things in cobwebs, to put spooky decorations out. I mean, it's so charged this year. I've been seeing pictures. People have been getting like, you know, 15 foot skeletons because the normal size skeletons aren't cutting it. They got Joe Biden out there on their front lawn waving hi to all the all, all the kids telling reminding them to vote it's a it's a politically subversive commentary along with the fact that it's halloween themed uh, it, it's beautiful synergy that's what i'd like to see in in this time you know we're getting so close to to voting but it's just a reminder you know you get joe out there on everyone's lawn and hanging in people's chimneys and stuff he goes viral he needs another viral moment and of course, we're not talking pandemic viral. We're talking fun viral. And that's something that he needs. Um, and spooky season is a time where energies are at their highest, meaning that, yes, the veil between our reality and the paranormal, the ghost reality, is as thin as a one-ply tissue paper. So if there was a, a goblin that wanted to watch you as you pooped, this is the time that they would, they would do it. For any exhibitionists out there, this is a time to really enjoy the fact that there are probably millions of goblins just watching you poop. The poop goblins. Yeah, I mean, and you got to flush that quick because they're going to take it. And they're going to make a little idol out of it. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you're going to be constipated for the rest of the season. Now, this is a, a healthy reminder to count. Every time you hear a plop, right, count that because you want to count exactly how many little nuggets are in there when you flush because if there's one missing you know that there's been a poop goblin there's been an experience some kind of paranormal happening just occurred uh, that's a ghost nazine tip right there yeah i mean and if that does happen to you you know and if you've been feeling constipated you got to make a sacrifice you got to you got to find a replacement you know offering to the poop goblin so go out in the backyard you know find someone else's Mm -hmm. uh turd you know a little turd and and bury it out in your backyard or better yet put it in a paper bag and set it on fire yes stomp it out with your own shoe don't be a coward that's the scariest part i I know it's scary but you have to do it if you want to follow through with the entire ritual now there's been this is actually something that we can kind of finally connect to a lot of people beg us for more Hollywood info, right? They're always saying, Hollywood, Hollywood, please give us more Hollywood. We'll give it to you. There's plenty of movies that show this ritual of, of people pranking people. And when prank in quotations, because it's nothing but a spell. They, they go to the nerd who's literally, when, when you think of who a nerd is, imagine their brain energy, right? How high how high that is they're attacking 
the person with the most brain energy, the most actual psychic power. And so when they're attacking, quote unquote, they're, what they're doing is they're offering their poop to the person with the smartest and the most psychic energy. So that poop offering, and that when you stamp it out, when you see the quote unquote, the nerd stamping out the poop, that is the completion of the ritual. It is a sign of respect. You know, a jock doesn't offer his poop to a nerd for nothing. He does it out of respect, out of respect for the power, and out of fear. That's Hollywood. I mean, we talked. We we need to talk about movies. That's that's literally in plenty of movies. Uh, the movie I'm thinking about is "You Can't Buy Me Love" with Patrick Dempsey. Now that movie is a, a Beatles lyric as well. So ask Ringo Starr about how much he poops. And I'm sure you won't get a, a straight answer out of that guy. So Rob, this week has been crazy. I know that there is plenty of things to talk about, but let's get to the most important because actually hold on one moment. Jerry. I'm not sure. Someone just knocked on my door. One moment. Okay. Be safe. Thank you. All right. Well, as Gio goes, I hear the door. I, I, I'm going to stay here with you, listener, just in case something happens to Gio. Uh, we, can, we can alert the team. Uh, you know, I hope Gio's holding his holy mace. You know, that's more than just holy water. Uh, you know, this is holy mace. It can spray out at the ghosts or, or demons or bears um okay sounds like geo's in a, in a deep conversation so this could go either way and i don't know if he's got his holy mace on him because i haven't heard any sprays yet uh but that's it's more of a public service announcement to all of you have your mace ready have your poop ready i wouldn't recommend mixing those two uh but if you do um, let us know how that works. Uh, you know, it, we're all, always experimenting for, for new techniques for our safety. You know, Gio's gone for a long time. Like, I don't know if he's okay. Ladies, gentlemen, exes, Ys. Um, I mean, this could be it. This could be the last episode we ever record because Gio was abducted by a, a demon. And he didn't have his holy mace on him. So if that is the case, um, you know, take take care. Um, you know, I'll still be here. I'm going to try to spread the word any way that I can. But you know, this is a a show of that requires two of us to 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 pull off. You know, I don't have enough, you know, memory in my, in my RAM to reach all of you, to broadcast safely without all the ghosts getting in. Um, so, I, wow, uh, what a way to start the spooky season. I'm spooked. And I just saw a ghost fly in front of my computer. So, obviously, this, this whole thing is starting to fall apart. <laughs> wow. Uh, 
so you know if if any of our listeners are out there if you want to try to dial in ghost in the scene i'm all ears wait i'm so sorry oh, oh my gosh jill you're back i i've just been <clears throat> trying to to dissuade our, our our listeners i was worried that that you may have been abducted what what happened there is a man in my house i don't know his name he asked me for my phone and i gave it to him he asked me for my password and I gave it to him. I don't know his name. I literally gave him all my information. I just gave it to him. I didn't even see him come inside my house. So, wow, this is a, that's some powerful psychological spells that are being put on you. Gio, I, I was just telling the audience, you got to remember to keep your holy mace on you. That's the one thing that I lent my friend this weekend. And I feel that was a mistake. I feel like this was a trap and I feel like I might be hexed. Let's, let's be clear guys. I don't feel right. I don't, I feel, I feel like I've been used. I feel like somebody literally used me like a, a voodoo doll and I haven't honest to God. I haven't been counting my poops lately. I used to keep a journal and I, and I haven't been keeping it lately and I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I don't want you to feel too guilty, Gio, but I think this, I hope this is like a, a warning call to all of our listeners to show us how serious we are. If if they can get to you, Gio, like the top paranormal expert uh, alive in the world today, I mean, that this is the power that we're talking about in this spooky season. We, You know, some people don't take us very seriously. I hope this was a big wake-up call. Yeah. You know, I usually don't get this upset on the show, but this is serious. This is the most scared I've been in my entire life. And I can't even show the emotion scared right now. That's how scared I am. Because if I were to show you how scared I was, I don't think I can, t- I can continue to talk in, in sentences. So just a reminder to everybody, don't be like me, okay? Count your poops. Count your blessings, okay? And remember, keep your holy mace on you at all times. Don't be a dummy like me and lend out the only one that you have. That's a, that was a mistake, a rookie mistake. And in the month of October, you cannot make any mistakes. So I'm glad that we're, we're able to usher in this new month with something so serious because this is not a, a month to play around. This is a month to take very seriously any spell that you do is times 10, maybe even times infinity. I mean, depending on how powerful of a spellcaster you are, you could crack the earth in two, but just by sneezing by accident. That, that's the kind of power that we're dealing with. So this week we had a very, very special guest. And when I talk about special, special in the way that there is only you know, one Leonardo da Vinci. There's only one Neil Armstrong. There's only one horse. When you, when, when you think about the horse, there's only one person that comes to mind. And we got him back on the pod. He was um, gracious to, to offer his time, but um, 
what I thought was going to be um, a wonderful reunion ended up being like a family reunion in a lot of ways. Uh, unexpected, um, very contentious. We fought over everything, uh, but there was love. There's all, you know, of course, there's always love. So we had Mark Loeffler back on the podcast. Um, I hear the cheers. I hear the jeers. Rob, Thomas, um, just having the trio back. How did that make you feel? I mean, like you said, it, it, it was family, you know, and, and there's power in that. And the sparks were flying. So I think this should be a warning to our listeners. Um, you know, maybe wear a straight jacket where you're listening to this interview because, you know, I, I can't guarantee that you won't get possessed listening to this and make you want to lash out because that's, mm-hmm. that's how heavy it is. You may Folks, attack your right? phone. You may literally bite your phone in half while listening to this conversation. It is that that intense. So trigger warning to anybody that you know has uh, feelings that are are sensitive when it comes to just the the spiritual clashings of just you know two leaders of the paranormal community. Let's just both of us and the horse was truly uh it was like watching a nuclear explosion from far away and uh i'm happy to share this with everybody so let's get to our conversation here we go okay everybody we have a special treat we are here with one of the original creators the founder of ghost in the scene mark the horse loffler what's up mark how have you been i've been good um it's uh, great to be here um, I mean, I don't know if it's great, but you know, I'm here. Uh, it's half the battle right now. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I'm glad you finally returned my calls. Yeah, guys, we, I'd like to make a formal apology and, and time let's squash the beef. Do you want to talk about this now? We should talk about this right now. Let's get the hardest part out of the way. Let's pull the splinter out of the hand. And let's wrap, wrap this in a good Band-Aid. We had some beef. There's some beef. Between us. A lot of beef. We left on pretty gnarly terms. It got, I, it got bad. I think you swore death on Ghost in the Scene. I mean, we weren't live on the air anymore, but I remember you throwing your headphones. You are wearing the same headphones, and you threw them down to the ground, and you mm-hmm. said, I had it. And I said that. I, I was like... Is this video or is this this is this is audio? No, this is this is video as well. You're this being recorded video, well. video. So you can see. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our so lawyers if you're listening at home, folks. I I raised my hands and I waved them to the left and the right and then up and down like a spell. Just no, I mean, on. based off of what happened last time, Mark. Just you know, full disclosure. We're recording everything based you know by the advice of our legal team. Yeah. Jumpatazi, Thomas, and Kruger. Um, as you're intimately aware of, because that was that's what really that what broke the the horse's back. It did your back. Yeah, I didn't think you could fight someone over the internet on Zoom, but Geo, man, um, we have moved. psychic powers. I think I think we're well aware of all of our psychic powers. We we got them together, and you've renounced them, and that's mm-hmm. fine. And we're here to bury the hatchet, not reopen the wound, right? I mean, I'm still pressing charges. 
from that incident. And also I was possessed on this show. Um, and then you said okay. it was Warner Brothers who took down the footage, but I think it was you just trying to cover your buns. You know, here I am extending an olive branch. Here I am like a dove extending an olive branch in my little beak and you swipe me down, you know, like a, like a Zeppelin. What, what happened to, to, to the love for ghost and scene? What happened to us, Mark? Where is about the, the money? You guys just got too hung wow. up on your big ghost blocking glasses and your fancy virtual backgrounds you you wanted sponsorships it used to be about love remember when ghost in the scene was about love oh my it is it's about the truth the love is truth i mean i love money yeah and money's green i love the color green well there's nothing wrong with that rob how much is that virtual background cost to you two hundred dollars a minute don't tell oh yeah that's the low end don't tell him He's just going to use it against us. This, I thought this was going to be a peaceful conversation. I didn't realize we were going to get railroaded. And you got this fancy set, probably a film crew standing by doing that professional blue lighting in the background. Wow. Yeah, um, we've upgraded a little bit. Sure. We have what a little bit. Replica records, they build those probably out of gold. Yeah, those aren't real. This is, this is a set. We Mark, have upgraded. You, you know, you know that we only have platinum records uh, to match our Grammys. That's right, mm -hmm. which just happened, and we were stiffed. Mm -hmm. And maybe you had something to do with it. I don't know. I remember when we got our start, we would just go into Stern Grove up on the stage and just yes. start talking loudly for everyone to hear. The production budget was zero. Are you saying you want to go back to that? There's more integrity. Is there integrity into what you're doing now? There, there is. We're when helping. When the last time you even watched a movie? I, I just watched one. Because there's more ghosts in movies than ever before. <sighs> you don't, Mark, you don't have to tell us. I mean, movie theaters are basically run by ghosts yeah. right now. Who do you think you are? I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to break out the the big guns. You're talking to two psychically charged mountains over here, Mark. You hear that? That's my dog. Yeah, you probably have a bunch of dogs on set standing by and trainers. Probably have he, a lion back there too. He that knows my power. Fun. When when I when I call it out, he is aware of it. As dogs are very hyper aware of power. Let's let's be clear. So we are beyond your, your sticks and stones, okay? Well, I'm just, okay. Well, 2020 has been a failure for Ghost in the Scene. You guys have done nothing to stop the coronavirus. We predicted it. Your problem Mark. even worse, because guess what everyone's doing when they're stuck inside? They're watching movies. Man. Oh my God, Rob! How, where do we where do we get started? It, it feels like like we're on trial here when the trial hasn't even started yet. Okay, but we're gonna have to bring out our lawyers' hats if, if this is how you want it. You or know how the last Gucci trial went? Lawyers' hats? They're not Gucci. No. The last trial was a kangaroo court. You had a famous actor that you called in, and you put me on the spot. Shout out Fred Stoller. Mm -hmm. 
just you know someone's got to speak the truth that's that's what we do here man right. and that's why we asked you on as well mark because you know we're not on this platform just to find people that agree with us yeah uh, right we yes. we want to we're, we're here for dialogue to get to the deeper issues and I, I what we want is to use this energy that we're using against each other to dive to the truth you know that's what we were, were about when we were all on the same page when we we're all in love yes mark i may not like you and in fact after what you've just said i don't like you but yeah. god damn it I respect you, okay? I respect your opinion. I respect your expertise. It doesn't take away your PhD, how mean you are to me, okay? It doesn't take away you got possessed because of, of our misgivings, okay? And I'm sorry. I tried to, to apologize. I wrote you a note. I wrote you a letter, and I'm sorry. I'll say it again. I'll say it to everybody, but I don't think we need to involve – you know, all of our vulnerabilities in front of millions of people. We have millions of listeners now. So you got to be careful what you say. You, you, could, you, you could be saying something very dangerous to all of us. It's just been tough. I mean, I told everyone when this thing started that, you know what, guys, don't worry about it. Rob and Gio with their podcast, they're going to stop this whole thing. We'll be out of it by early 2020. And you guys just screwed around. Like, I thought, where, I, I mean, know. have you even developed a vaccine yet? I'm working on a country album that's going to, we don't need a vaccine. That's not going to do anything. That's the title of the album. Yeah. I, we're not going to need it. With, with the kind of songs that I'm writing, Mark, we're not going to need it. And, and I, I, I'll give you a sample eventually when, when I have my strings properly tuned. I have the hardest time tuning them. I think there's a demon in my guitar. We can talk about that later. But I am I'm working on a, on a vaccine facsimile, something close to what a, a vaccine would be. It's equal to a vaccine. So don't say so. we're not trying, okay? Because we are trying. Oh. And we predicted this, okay? We talked about Mussolini, and we talked about the mask, and we talked about green faces. Like, what, what more can be done? You know, you can lead a ghost to water, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the old lady in the shoe, Mark. Yes. How many, how many ghosts are in that shoe? How many babies are in that shoe? And she lives in the shoe. She does. And that's, that's a good point. I didn't think of it. Yes. Like an old lady, the old lady who lives in the shoe. Sometimes you forget about that. But I'm glad. I'm glad we're we're, we're calming down. I'm glad I'm we're calming down a little bit. But I was counting on you guys. And then We're you're still... wearing white after Labor Day. What are you even thinking? <laughs> Fuck. You're right. I guess it's... he got you on that one, Gio. He got me. You got me? Okay. I'm sorry. The, the <laughs> Do you want me to change? Wardrobe? It's just it's the wardrobe. Just, how can we tell what, what season it is anymore when we're all just inside? Mm -hmm. It's spooky season. And I'm, I'm wearing white because I'm angelic. I'm, I'm representing the light in the darkness. The light in the darkness. Um, it's in the light. So, so let's get to something that I think you initially said that I think was a bombshell. You're mm -hmm. saying that movies are more haunted than they've ever been? Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, look at Mulan. 
costs 30 bucks to rent that film. And you might think that money goes straight to Disney, but Disney's paying out the ghosts. There's a lot of ghosts and mystical spirits in Mulan. And 95%, when you rent on Disney+, Plus, that money goes to ghosts. So you're just upping the budget with movies like Mulan and other video-on-demand titles. Um, there was The Tenet. Um, Ten Ghosts, basically. What they should have called it. Two was Troll Twos. Trolls, yes. Trolls two. World Tour. Mm-hmm. Two, two Trolls. We yeah. watched the Bill and Ted movie. They talked to Satan. Satan is a is an active character in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, you know, all... this is a very good point that you're making. You know, streaming is very co- close to screaming. Uh huh. Streaming and screaming, baby. The ghosts are in the house, and it's it's too bad. Could all have been prevented. I mean, we we did as much as we could. And we take responsibility for for some of it, not all of it, right? I mean, obviously, we, 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 didn't, we didn't create the virus. We just kind of predicted it was going to happen, and we couldn't stop it when it's like a freight train. Well, you, you could have alerted scientists, could have wrote to your representatives. You know, Mark, like, who actually knows? Like, if you get on a train in Los Angeles at 8 a.m., and there's another train – in Cincinnati, that leaves at 5.55. Like, who knows when those trains are going to get even close to each other? It's impossible to find out. Yeah. Have, you know, you we crunch a lot of numbers. numbers. Yeah, we, yeah, we crunch those numbers. Those numbers are, are pulverized. They're after after mortar and pestle. With them, all right? But, like, this whole situation was, like, a thousand trains. It was a thousand trains. Right. Matt, Rob, I remember how good you were at math. I remember... Yeah. We had um, 12 pieces of pizza, and I was, we couldn't figure out, like, how many pieces of pizza. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Mark. Mark just froze because of how he was reloading how many pieces of pizza he actually ate or Rob created with, with a slicing knife. I mean, that's, that's the kind of math that we're talking about. Like, it's not for the faint-hearted. Yeah, no, that's tough math. Division's tough. I mean, yeah. yeah. You but, know, this is like the time that we were all in the mountains hanging by a chain at an angle, 45 degrees, and there was another chain, and we had to measure the tension in the other chain in order to swing down safely. And mm-hmm. I think Rob got the number pretty quickly. You just, you were like, oh, cosine, sine, cosine, X, yeah, Y. He- and you got us down safely. We used, to, we used to save each other. And I think that's something that we started doing as a podcast. Mm-hmm. And Mark, since you've been gone, you've just kind of forgotten that we do this at, at, at a scale that we're able to, right? We used to save each other. And that's only three. You're expecting us to save the world? Well, as the great um, Peter Parker's dad... Uh, uncle Ben. No, it's the uncle. The uncle. Oh, wait. Yeah, I thought his dad was named Uncle Ben. Wasn't that the rice? That's what I thought the first time. Um, but Uncle Ben said, with great power comes responsibility. And you guys are powerful. I mean, you're riding high. I see you. I mean, Gio, you never are riding around town if, unless you're in a Mercedes Benz with your entourage. 
And it's Rob it's hard getting takes, around now with all the the you know the people paparazzos taking pictures of me all the time. I gotta have yeah. an entourage. And I mean, every time I open People magazine, it's like Rob ate a bagel. Rob is dating Angelina Jolene. It's like you guys got great power. The people want to hear. And I think people were waiting for you to come up with solutions like you did with our pizza dilemma and nothing happened. It's going to happen. It's happening right now. It's, it's false to say, I don't, I don't think it's fair. I should say to say that nothing has happened because we have been working nonstop. You know, we've been connecting with more people than we've ever had before. We are putting together a coalition. It's right? true. We're calling literally every single number in the United States and our listeners can attest to this. Like we're, we're, we're still calling them via telepathy right now, but you know, people don't always pick up their phones. It's tough. And I've been doing just some personal on my free time phone banking, just kind of like since it's election season, like, are you going to vote no against ghosts? Cause that's on the ballot. It's um, ballot 180 boo. And it's oh, yes wow. on ghosts or no. And wow. Urging people to vote no. This oh my election. god. Now this is this is gonna be a uh, this is this may be where we diverge a little bit. This may be a reason why um the horse is, is no longer a main feature on this podcast, guys, because ghosts are included, they're inclusive. We love ghosts. Okay, I would vote yes on one eighty boo. You know, I'm actually writing in on 180 Boo. I'm, I'm saying yes, however, right? With, mm. There's a caveat. So it's kind of like a, a maybe. Sometimes. Sometimes. Whose side are you on, man? You, you know, it's like... Me? It, okay, that's like saying all humans are banned just because some humans are bad, you know? You can't, can't ban all humans just like you can't ban all monkeys and just like you can't ban all ghosts. You know, I tried that. I walked with the ghosts. It was bad. Remember when I was doing that? I was trying to run through walls and I came out as a ghost. That yes. was bad. All bad. I just and don't think that we should walk a mile or float a mile in someone else's shoes. You don't know what that's like. And fair, we gotta fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, we all know that well, ghosts have little tails and they don't have shoes. They have little tails and chains. <laughs> that's true. That's, I mean, that's, that's a good idea. Um, some regulation. I'm not against regulating, right? We can't have excess ghosts. We can't have a ratio of more ghosts than people, obviously. I know. Yeah, no, that's, that would be bad. There's a lot of uh, negative things that can happen with, with a overextended population, but I don't think we should just flat out have a ghost ban. Uh, this is, I, I don't want to get political, but I mean, come on now. I mean, if we have open paranormal borders, they're just going to come in. You're going to have Jacob Marley. You're going to have the ghost of Christmas past. You're going to have the ghost of Christmas future. You're going to have. I mean, okay, Mark, other like, like you put up a wall, like what's going to, how's that ghost? What's going to happen with that ghost? It's yeah. going to go through the wall. Like borders already don't exist for mm -hmm. ghosts. The only border maybe is our, our human realm and, and the spirit realm literally just the skin between your bones and the outside world. That's the only border that we truly have with ghosts. 
Well, if you see someone floating around, could get rid of, rid of them using pro proven tactics like a vacuum cleaner, mm-hmm. the hit mm-hmm. game, Luigi's, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I guess a wall, yeah, a wall Casper. probably wouldn't, a wall wouldn't make work in this circumstances, but, um, you know, you just got to get creative and that's your job. Uh, like a vacuum wall? A vacuum wall. Yeah, a vacuum wall I think would be good. I don't want to give you any more ideas because this is a bad road you're going down. I, I think we should not not necessarily open the borders, but I think we should maybe evolve to a level where we don't even have borders. The, a border is an illusion, right? We're all living in an illusion. And I think that the border itself between us and ghosts is another illusion, mm-hmm. that there is no border, that we are like uh, some of our guests have even met, mentioned, we are ghosts. We are ghosts. You know, we're a, a pair of ghosts talking about ghosts in Hollywood. It's like we're looking at the mirror, basically. That's and, true. Uh, you know, I'm glad that you're here so we could take a peek at who have you be- you've become. Um, because, frankly, I feel like you're a, you're a ghost uh, enemy. Well, while I'm here, I want to show you what your inaction does. I want to show you, can I have permission to share my screen and show you what's going on with ghosts recently? Hmm. Okay. Please. Okay. As long as there's no gotcha. Because we're, we're, no gotcha. we're not afraid of evidence, all right? Yeah. We're, we're pro-evidence no. here. And actually, this is a segment, this is a peer review. We are officially peer reviewing this so that you could uh, submit this to the Library of Congress once this is over. Okay. This is going to be on peer review. Peerreview.com. Here we go. So this was, on, this was in Egypt. In Egypt, as you know, there's a, a big ghost problem. Oh, I'm not allowed to share. Can I share? Um, the host disabled it. Uh, allow... You gotta go, you press the little arrow. Make host. No, you're the host. I'm the host. Kick all you guys out. That's what you deserve. Um, here we go. Crunchmaster. Oh, Crunchmaster. this is my sponsor's Crunchmaster. Crunch. I have to show this video. Sponsored by Crunchmaster, I guess, really guys. Good if you, you know, want to take a crunching break. Discover the crunch you crave in the deli and with the better for you snacks. I would recommend it. Here's what I'm talking about. All right, it's this is uh, December thirteenth, twenty fourteen. Appears it's a security camera. Uh, I see, it looks like a like a plastic store, chair. Like a and you're saying this perhaps? is our fault. This is because of our inaction. Oh wait, yeah. is that the computer screen that just flashed? Oh yeah. Oh, oh no, it's the TV. Yeah, it's flashing. See, look at that. <gasps> the chair moved. The chair moved. That chair just moved. Dude, did we do that? Wait, maybe Rob, he's maybe the ghost is listening to our show. Do you Rob, still did you do this? Yes, on ghosts. I don't. I'm, we've been having ghost guests. I'll, we'll be we'll be straight. We've been having ghost guests on the show. I mean, this is in 2014 though. This is before we were actually recording, Mark. Well, like maybe they're upset because they're not on the show yet. Look at uh, that. He spilled some some wine or something. 
Well, I mean, I don't want to ginger the ghost, right? With the, the they spilled some wine, right? Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, this cam one. Okay, there's some kind of handprint, like poop. The the ghost, the ghost got, took a, a dookie on the explosive on the diarrhea. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why guys done anything about that? We couldn't have done anything. We weren't there. This was in Egypt in 2014. Well. And if you want us to go back in time, okay, give us some money, okay? Get us a DeLorean. I'll try. But I mean... Two years ago. This is in Thailand. Um, on HBO Max, a lot of good, good options to watch. Um, v for Vendetta, that's a really cool movie. Um, it's slightly more expensive than HBO, but it's really worth it. Um, good people at HBO. Um, if you use my um, promo code Mark the Horse, you get twenty five percent off free on your first month of HBO Go. Just saw Freddy Krueger. Shout out to uh, Chumpatazi Thomas and Krueger. Idiot Young Sheldon, my favorite show. So uh, just worth checking out. HBO Max, we got feels. Over the weekend, Okay, so this is our fault. This is Rob and I's fault, everybody. To the podcasters, we're watching a ghost on camera. Oh my goodness. It's like someone's in the middle of the road, someone's driving through, and the they car just drove over. through. They ran over that ghost. Didn't even try to. I'm move. sorry. Hold on. See, this is what is important for ghosts in the scene. Because if that person was listening to our show, because I did not hear their show, our show, in their car stereo. No. They would not have disrespected that ghost like that by running right into them. Slow down, buddy. You could you could give the ghost a ride. Obviously, that guy is not person is not in the scene. Well, here's the problem. These were these were things that were all over the news, and you guys just stood by and didn't say anything about it. Right, so, well, I mean, I've been practicing Thai, and I can't. I won't say any here because I don't want to to besmirch the, the the great language of Thai. But you know, it's like we we we're we're, we're an English speaking show. Hmm. And we're trying to we're trying to expand, you know, the the scene. Uh, it's true. But it's it's tough, you know. It's like we can only get so far at a, at a time. And you know, yeah, okay, I'll own up to it. Uh, like you know, we our goal is to be a global platform. Yeah, because this is the stuff that makes me that keeps me up at night. We are not doing enough in Thailand, and it's been it's been keeping me up at night too. Just how little we're doing in Thailand for this podcast. And I apologize to the listeners in Thailand. I apologize to everybody because you don't deserve us not being around to save you from disrespecting ghosts like that. That's our that's our bad. I'm glad you're bringing this up, Mark. This is like a this is almost like an exorcism of us, and and it feels that way. It also kind of feels like a like like a small witch hunt. Mm -hmm. um, like you brought you brought your guns out to um to a tea party. Yeah, you know I'm writing a new book. Um, it's called Guilt and Shame: The Rob Thomas and Giovanni Ghost in the Scene Sham. Whoa, that's and a loaded loaded title. Guilt and Shame. I, I you know, yeah. Mark, I hope there's you, a preface. Right. I mean, but you you were just criticizing us for for you know using our platform for fame and money. 
but it sounds like you're just using your like status of a co-founder of this show to you know you you've been in the inside you've seen all of our dirt and now you're just taking that our, our laundry and, and and you're just putting it all out well i'm doing my own thing i got this book coming out i have um, a show on hbo max called ghost in the solo and it's kind of a retrospective series where we talk about my time on ghost in the scene um kind of go into detail about the time i spent at your house geo and what your house looks like um and then i'm going to do a book tour about guilt and shame going across the country and that's um sponsored by those crispum chips so if you get your tickets early you get a free bag of chips with your tickets and a free two-month subscription to hbo max with such great shows as shrek um young sheldon um the muppets muppets christmas muppets in space muppets 3d this sounds like a good deal um yeah and also all these shows hbo doesn't fool around they de-ghost them really they take those ghosts on a plane and send them to thailand and it just takes care of itself I'm sorry, but I think you just gave away that they're they're sent HBO is sending ghosts to Thailand, and you're blaming us for the ghosts in Thailand. Well, you, I thought you would be appalled that there was ghosts over there, but you guys were all like, "Oh, poor ghost! It got hit with a car! Boo hoo for the ghost! Boo hoo!" I bet you like actually say "boo hoo" when you cry, which. I don't know if your listeners know this. No one actually says that when they're crying, but you guys probably do because it's more ghost positive. Of course, you're saying boo. Yeah, boo. Boo Boo is crying. A boo. You know, I wanted to have a nice conversation. Just to everybody out out there, I wanted to have a nice conversation with an old co-host. We were going to take a walk down memory lane, going to reminisce on the good old days. And here I am with my head almost chopped off. Okay, he's almost making me a ghost. And he's saying he's starting a ghost in the solo show? I mean, we're already in litigation, buddy. It's going to get a lot hot, a lot more hot from here, okay? Well, ghost in the solo for uh, folks, it's only 20 bucks per month. And that comes with a free subscription to HBO Max. And you get a carton of crispum crackers for um each month so different what flavors perks do you get from ghost in the scene probably not a subscription to hbo max no you don't no but you you get the you get the truth mark uh also peacock you, you can you can yeah. put in a promo code for peacock if you want from us it's a promo code you <laughs> were not on the the the, the platform oh I found a promo code that I can give anybody if they want. Just just email us, um, ghostinthescene at gmail.com. <clears throat> we have millions of listeners. We don't need sponsors, okay? I'm sorry that, I'm sorry that you think that we, we need extra money, but like you said, we're wealthy. We're, we're, I'm entouraged out. I, don't, I have gold rims. I shit in a gold toilet that I bought from uh, you know, somebody in New York. Mark, this is podcast money. All right. Yeah. 
Everyone with a podcast are millionaires. Good well, luck at your little well, HBO. From your digital $200 a minute screensaver, Rob, and GeoSet. But I just, I don't think you guys are thinking big picture. Corporate sponsorship tie-ins. How much money are you getting from these crunchies, these crackers? Do they pay you or do they just pay you in crackers? Half and half. I get half and half. one dollar a day and then a cracker or two. Sometimes on Fridays I get two crackers and then... How much do you, do you work for them? How many hours a day do you work? Um, as long as I say something about crackers, those crackers, I mean, it doesn't have to be those crackers. Like if I say something about crackers, they said that's good too, but they prefer if I said, and this always happens, I forget the, the cracker company. Um, that's why they just said you just mentioned crackers in general. Just get the word out on crackers. Exactly. Because they, you can, they can tell I'm t trying my best. And if someone's buying crackers, I mean, they're likely to probably pick up those crackers. Right. There's only so many options for crackers. Yeah. Saltines. That's Just the only one. Yeah. That's all I got. Ritz. Yeah. So it's not hurting them when I mention crackers. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good deal. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Dollar a day, two crackers uh, every Friday. Um, that's good money. That's, that's good food. You could do a lot with that. You could use those crackers as chips. You could do, you know, bartering of some kind with that. I'm sure. If you had a picnic, you could get fancy cheeses and oh, yeah. you could put them on the cracker and make little cracker sandwiches. I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but that would be something you could do. Yeah, please don't. Uh, this, don't try that at home, guys. That sounds dangerous. Don't make cracker sandwiches. We don't know what, what could happen if you did that. Um, so what are you going to be doing in the future? Is, is this you know, HBO show going to take off? Are you going to be doing a, a global tour? Are you, are, are you doing anything about this effing virus? Are you just making us do all the work? I mean, I'm retired from Ghost in the Scene. And that was Ghost in the Scene's job. And that's what I told everybody. I said, Rob and Gio got it. Um, I mean, that was part of the reason why I quit the show. It's too much responsibility. I didn't want that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll carry it on my back. I'm working on the album. I'll get it out soon. And when I do, you won't need a vaccine anymore. And, yeah. I mean, it's you're not getting lots of ghosts. And that's fine. Right. That's yeah. fine. We have learned to accept ghosts mark we're not anti-ghost anymore man we're over that you know it's it's like it's a new day i i sleep with ghosts all the time consensual yeah well i mean mark at the end you know i'm glad that we can still have a dialogue and keep this open i hope in the future we can see more eye to eye but you know just know that again we respect the hell out of you Mm. And we always, it's always a pleasure having you on the show with us to talk about what's going on. Like, we, we need to have both sides uh, to come together and speak. Well, thank you. And I always, I like a good debate. I'm an excellent debater. Um, you say tomato, I say tomato, that old thing. I say potato. Yeah, it could be it too. But, you know, yeah. we agree to disagree. 
Um, I got some bumps. I got some bruises. But, you know, I think they're all love, love slaps and love taps, you know? I definitely felt the love in this conversation, Mark. And I want to say, I love you. You don't have to say it back. I'm not ready to say it back. Well, then I, I take it back. If you're gonna, if you're hungry, and it's not dinner time yet, get some crackers. Yes. Specific type, they're not Ritz. I know they're not Ritz. I remember in that commercial. Do you guys remember the name of those crackers? Uh, crunchies or something like that? Crunchies, yeah. Get okay. Crunchies. Crunchers. Well, then eat some crunchers, and guys, stay in the scene. Stay in the scene. Thanks a lot, Mark. Thank you. Nico's going crazy. Nico, he, he understood how crazy that conversation was, and he had to verbalize how he felt about it. So that was our conversation with the horse, Mark Loeffler. Boy, was that intense. I mean, after that conversation, after we stopped recording that conversation, I had to take a long walk. I went up to the top of the highest hill that I could find, and I screamed. And when I screamed, they called the cops on me. I had, I had the air traffic controllers at me, and they said that I had caused some kind of disturbance 40,000 feet above the air. That's the kind of energy that I was coming off of that conversation. So, Rob, how did you feel about that? I mean, Gio, just like, you know, ions charged in, in, the, in these atoms. Like, you, you had to go high. I had to go low. I buried myself, you know, just with, with my nails, just digging down to the core of the earth. You know, I had to sit. With Elvis that, Presley. Mag- with Elvis Presley. Yeah. Themself. Uh, in, in the magnetic core. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I took some magnets and, you know, they, I had to just kind of, you know, meditate by, by kind of placing different magnets on the core of the earth. Um, Sounds so, like a, like a puzzle or something. Right. Kind of I mean, just re- re- rearranging. Yeah. It was kind of like those, those letters, um, you know, the, the words, the magnetic mm-hmm. words, and then just, just spelling out my, my mantras, just giving myself something to focus on. Yeah. Chaos is, is a hard thing to harness. That's one thing that magic teaches you. It teaches you that in order to, to be a true wielder of magic, you have to be able to harness wild power, power that is uncontainable. And so the only way to contain it is to be a conduit, right? It's to channel it through you, not to hold on to it, which is the beauty of Mark Loeffler, because we tried to hold on to him for, for a long time. And like wild magic, you know, he has his own way and he is like lightning and you can't capture lightning in a bottle. It eventually will escape. If you try to drink out of the bottle, you pop the top, there goes your whole drink and you spend a lot of good money on that. So you know, I want to thank Mark once again, just for, for giving us the time. I know that being the leader of the paranormal community that he is, He's on a billion podcasts all the time. 
in other dimensions as well, not just ours. He's very generous. So thanks again. And let's get into the investigation this week, Rob. It is a doozy. We had a lot of political happenings recently. This is the last month before the election, which is another reason why the charge is just so high right now. But we have news coming from the Hollywood side of this that is just right down our alley. This is somebody that we have been following for at least a year. I mean, we literally crowned him the Sorcerer Supreme of this Casper season. We called him out earlier this year, a Mr. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is now officially going to be Joe Biden in the SNL retelling, portrayal, alternate reality version of reality. I mean, I, I don't know if you realize, but Saturday Night Live is no longer a sketch show. They are an alternate reality show. I mean, that's think about, you know, the rise of Donald Bush. Like, you know, they would, they would have like, quote unquote, caricature of him. But then he was on the show right before mm -hmm. he was crowned president. So here we go again, 2020, have another election. We're about to crown another president. And now that idea of sketch, that parody and reality have been completely blurred. And, you know, and no coincidence, this is the Sorcerer Supreme. So we're basically about to elect most likely, I'd say, the Sorcerer Supreme as our president. You know, James Eugene Carey is going to be the ruler of the free world. And I'm not going to say that you have us to thank for it, but we gave him the title Sorcerer Supreme. We, we gave him that title. No one give, had given that title to him before. Okay, that's ours. We gave it to him, crowned him, and it's like a winning streak. Once you start winning, once you get a title of the Sorcerer Supreme, what's next, right? Of course, you're, you, you're looking up. You don't look down. You look up. The Oval Office is obviously next. So we have Mr. Carey portraying Skeleton Joe Biden, meaning this is a segment, the Reverse Underground Railroad, but not in a sense that we were talking about before. This is something completely different because we have somebody who is not using the dog whistle of racism, not using the, the xenophobia. We have, you know, somebody who is a comedian, right? Uh, a, 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 I mean, he channels ghosts. He's paranormally charged. There's some you know some some energies there that maybe aren't necessarily family friendly right he's kind of brash now and then but what you're getting from a jim carrey as a as a joe biden you know facade you're getting somebody who can act in many different ways right not just like a donald bush or a donald trump who has the same tenor right i mean that's why so many people can act like donald Trump is the fact that he has a tone 
Jim Carrey is formless. He's, he's a piece of clay. He can be anything he wants to be. And that's what I think is most important about this election is that you have a chameleon in Jim Carrey. And it is almost a reverse underground railroad, but we have, there has to be a new name for this because he's not using the same avenue. Trump he understands is, the methods, though, Joe, right? Exactly. He's using parody. He's using satire. He's humiliating himself in order to gain a ticket. Yes. that's And that's the, the dilemma, is that this is the reverse Underground Railroad. He is on the track to the White House. But it, it seems that this guy is doing things in a different way. He's almost using the satire self-aware he's like it's the millennial the zillennial irony now you see how donald bush donald trump when he makes a joke he's 100 percent honest he is in his element as a bully as you know the antagonist right and and but you have jim carrey with his impressions making goofy faces smiling really big talking with his butthole all of that amounts to somebody who is way more self-aware that it is a joke, that it is a performance. And that, that ability to kind of step back and see the role and act up the role makes him an even more powerful candidate. Because he, you, you can kind of, I think the best part about Bugs Bunny was when he would look at the camera and be like, get a load of this guy. That's Jim Carrey in a nutshell. And that's what we saw Joe Biden do in the debate last week. Joe Biden was out Allegedly, here. Joe, right? Right. I mean, Jim, we call him Jim Biden, Jay Biden, right? Because Jay, Jay could be Jim, Jay could be Joe. So Jay Biden, Skeleton Jay is out here looking at the camera, talking to the American people, getting a get a load of this guy get a load of this clown kind of thing right obviously that a attracts the the zillennials that attracts people that watched spongebob squarepants that watched all kinds of stuff on cartoon network and donald bush is not getting the same kind of callbacks people aren't looking at him and thinking oh there goes a bugs bunny he's the elmer fudd and that dichotomy is going to win Jim Carrey the election because everybody wants to party with bugs. Nobody wants to party with FUD. But you're right. I mean, this is something we're going to have to see how this develops. And maybe we'll have to change the name from Reverse Underground Railroad in the future, but uh, at first, you know, as any good investigator, we need to call it when we see it. And uh, at this point, you know, we're, we're about that. We, we got to see where this develops before we make a call. Yeah. And this is just like a, once again, we prophesied this many, many times ago, many months ago, we were talking about Jim Carrey and it, he's coming back, right? This is the October surprise. This is a the entire month of October is going to be surprising. Let me just, I'll spoil that for you already. It's going to be nonstop surprises. But what I want to very clearly say is that we are on the side of truth. We're not picking Jim over 
anybody, right? This, you know, because the thing is, Haley Baldwin, she's okay. All the Baldwin family, they're okay. Any, anybody that has played Donald Trump in the past, they seem to be okay. They're living fine. So we, you know, we're not on anybody's side. We haven't ruined anybody's life. So we're not going to take down anybody unless we truly have the evidence. So that's just, you know, I want to reassure people that we're not on any kind of political hit job here, right? We're going to follow the truth where it leads us and we'll tell you what we find. But what we do know is that Jim Carrey in all prosthetics looking like Joe Biden is going to shift the election. It's going to change how people think about Joe, even if, you know, there is a real Joe Biden, which I mean, who knows anymore? I, I don't know. If somebody asked, put a gun to my head and asked you, you know, is Joe Biden real? I, I'd say, mm, uh, maybe. I mean, obviously, if they said, is Donald Trump real? No. It's uh, no. Of course and not. We're going to get more into that in, in just a second. Yeah. And actually, let's, let's get into that because, you know, the source is supreme. We haven't seen his performance yet. It could be bad. His, his performance on SNL in the alternate re reality of SNL could be terrible. And it could actually make it worse for, for Jay Biden. So we won't know until we see that, we know, unless there's any, any future seers that want to tell us how it was. Um, until then, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But let's get into the matter at hand. I mean, we have to tell you, full disclosure, we are officially on TikTok we joined the week we thought it was going to die as as a ritual this was a way to cleanse that platform and knowing our luck of course we brought it back to life i mean we basically got a call from the u.s government saying thank you for your service um this is now a respectable app now that you go in the scene it is here we know it's in good hands and we mm -hmm. said, you know, we appreciate the vote of confidence. Um, you know, we don't, we, we personally didn't need it from you, but we appreciate it. Yeah. And I will say, I have found a lot of people like-minded, you know, spiritually uh, gifted people on, on TikTok. And I, I went and, and did a video just clearly, I mean, this is like, if anybody listening to this podcast, watch the video. I mean, you would spit in my face for being, you know, so childish in how I presented it because it's just so simple, right? You'd just be like, come on, Gio, give me something actually, you know, newsworthy because this is not news to any of us that have listened to this. I just talked about Donald Bush. I just talked about NARS and the alternate dimension that he comes from. That's all I said. And there was a lot, a big response. A lot of people are talking to me about it. They can't stop. You know, they're wondering what my other evidence is. They want to know. But in the comments, I found somebody that is in the scene. They tipped me off. And this broke my brain. Truly. When, when I saw that this was real, what they sent me, it truly broke me. This person, and I don't know who they are. It's a, it's a random, they're in the scene. It could be a ghost for all I know. They told me that Donald Trump, Donald Bush, 
has a son named Baron Trump. Everybody knows that. But did you know that there was a book series, a novel, a series of them about Baron Trump written in the 1890s? Baron Trump's Adventures Underground. Underground. Underground Railroad, anybody? Remember what's, what segment we're in, everybody? We're in the Underground Railroad. So, 1890, this guy, I think his name is like Ingersoll Lockwood or something. That's it, yeah. Ingersoll Lockwood created not only... I'm not, I'm not even going to say he did not, he did not create, he prophesied, he saw into the future and was able to, using his knowledge of the future, was able to make a bunch of children's books based on it. But this is truly history either repeating itself, maybe this was a story that he found from his past that he is now, is happening all over again. Maybe he is from this era and he went back in time. Or maybe he just is friends with Father Time. What, whatever it is, this is the God honest truth. This happened. This is real. And this means that everything we've been talking about, the reverse underground railroad, has been well-established truth for over 130 years. Just let that sink in. If you ever thought we were lying, if you ever thought we were full of BS, think back 130 years ago, this was already being talked about. So I, I, I bet you feel stupid. I want you to feel smart and you know listen to us more. You will get smarter, I promise. And I, we always knew that this was the truth, but here are some receipts, right? You know, we, we never lie, but the truth sometimes needs receipts. And here, and here we are. I mean, and this guy, Ingersoll Lockwood, not only did he talk about Baron Trump, prophesize the Trumps, I mean, he also wrote a novel called The Last President. That stings. That's, I mean, that's too close to home. This guy, Ingersoll, had our number. You know, he ate our lunch. And what's sad about this is that we've had 130 years to prepare and we've done jack shit about it. Well, not us, obviously. We've done God's work. We've done things that, you know, the saints would be proud of. It's like we're the only ones that are picking up the mantle that Lockwood, Ingersoll Lockwood, started. You know, yeah, 130 years ago. He's in the scene. He's officially in the scene. Ingersoll, he is in this episode. Thank you, Ingersoll, for all your work and all your research. Getting that close to Trump, you know, being a ghost, I'm sure he's still haunting Trump right now. Guiding, I'm sure. And this could be what, okay, what I think is prophecy a lot of times could be ghostly intervention if you think about it now let's say just a thought experiment rob let's say i were to focus all my energy to 
tilt the Eiffel Tower like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And I prophesied that right now. One day, the, the Eiffel Tower will just tilt over like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Now, I'm a pretty good, like you said, I'm a paranormal expert. I have, I've had my, my rows with some powerful ghosts. I'm going to get more powerful as I grow older, as I age. And when I die, at that moment, I will become a ghost. Knowing how powerful I am, do you think, do you have any doubt that I couldn't move the, the, the Eiffel Tower? Oh, no, no doubt in my mind. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's straight out of your mouth. And there is one thing I want to clarify, though, Gio. It's not the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It's the Leaning Tower of Pizza. Oh, my God. That's why I was leaning over. It's just full of, it's just made out of pizza boxes. Yeah. It didn't account for all the grease. So then it started to, to tilt. So, uh, yeah, pizza, I, I, I messed up, of course. And the Eiffel Tower is, gonna, is not going to be made out of pizza, but I will make it bend. Yeah, that's going to, that probably is going to take a lot more work on my end. But that just means I'll have to start working out earlier. I'll, yeah. I'll just, you know start lifting some spiritual weights right now deadlifting that's going to take a lot of pizza grease Gio. and it and it will and i'll start collecting as much pizza grease as i can but that's in the realm of possibility is all i'm saying i'm not saying i'm going to do it and i'll even take back that prophecy right and if it happens i didn't do it don't blame me but what i wanted just just to make a, a quick point is that the power of ghosts and, and the way that they can intervene in the world is, in a way, a way to make your prophecy come true. So Ingersoll Lockwood could be, in fact, Donald Bush. Could be Baron Trump. Could be possessing them in order to enact his book. To redo, let's say the book was the first draft. And he wants to make an actual real life draft. But the only way to do that, he had to become a ghost and he had to wait until there was a Trump that he could create. I mean, if you think about it, Trump has been, you know, he called himself John Barron before this, which means that Barron has been in his head. Where did he get Barron from? I mean, he had to get it somewhere, which means it only suggests that he's been possessed for way longer than we give him credit, that the Donald Trump of the 80s didn't even exist then either, that it's been Ingersoll Lockwood this whole time. That's just one opinion. That's one point of investigation. We still have all the Jimmies. We still have tons of people. We still have Samantha B. But you know what? I'd, I'd like to also throw in the, the ring Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, you know, I, I have a good word watching that last debate was very much what I've heard is like being on the, the set of the Ellen show. That's exactly like word for word what she tells her cast and crew. So that's, I'm not taking away from any, any of that, right? All of this can be true. We live in a multiverse all at once. So I just want to say that, you know, ghostly intervention there are ghosts that have powers and if you think that you know that they're not 
using them right now, you're misled because you use your power every day. Why wouldn't you stop? You know, why would you stop using your power if you had a body untethered? You're you're free from your your mortal coil. You can finally fly anywhere you want to Leaning Tower of Pizza. Why wouldn't you move it? Why wouldn't you do anything? I mean, that's that's my point. And the last president is just so prophetic. We are living through that time right now. This is history in the making, which means that this is history that can be unmade, that can be written for the better, which is why I think all of us have the obligation to go out and vote, obviously. Make sure that Donald Bush does uh, a 180 back to his universe, goes back to where he came from, and we can finally get the happy-go-lucky Skeleton Joe, Jim Carrey, the Sorcerer Supreme. I mean, having him as the president, you can imagine he'll be doing the national anthem with his butt. He'll be doing you know, cat calls with birds and, and, and animals like Ace Ventura. He'll be solving crimes like Ace Ventura, talking like dolphins. I mean, like, we, like Ace Ventura. Right. I mean, he'll have some sort of dementia, like eternal sunshine, the spotless mind. Yes. So that part will be a little sad. Um, so... But maybe that would be accept, uh, you know, accessible to all of us because I, I know there's some things that I'd like to forget. Exactly. And that's the, the, the beauty of Jim Carrey is, like we said earlier, he is a true chameleon. He changes into a happy-go-lucky guy, a sad-go-unlucky guy. And I think we have to normalize saying sad-go-unlucky instead of happy-go-lucky. sad stop yeah, sad stop unlucky. Stop unlucky, yeah. We're going to start making t-shirts, goes in the scene, sad stop unlucky guy, girl, they, them t-shirts. So that's the end of this segment. Just everybody, don't read that book because if you read it, that will be the, the reality that we manifest. That's something that I, I, I want to really nail down. We have to make a new reality this first draft that ingersoll lockwood made ends with the last president of the united states we we can't have that we need more presidents 45 is not a not a number we should stop on we got to go to at least 666 maybe even 777 if we if we can afford to do that and i'd be lucky but 666 just for the sake of you know paranormally charging our our great country we have to do it and 45 is just too small of a number to stop. So we have to stop this plan. And Ingersoll Lockwood, I know you're listening. Buddy, we're going to stop you. So uh, is there anything you want to say to Ingersoll? Uh, Ingersoll, I mean, we just crowned the Sorcerer Supreme to counteract your magic. So we know you're powerful. We've seen your work. We're impressed. There's going to be some fireworks, buddy, because I don't think you ever dreamed in your little books about the possibilities of men who speak from their butts. And that's what the Sorcerer Supreme is bringing. So get ready. 
because we're coming at you hard. It's a whole different kind of spell. The flatulent spell is something that we hardly talk about, but it's something that our Sorcerer Supreme is just so well-versed in. He's been doing this for 30 years, maybe even for longer. And that's something, that's our ace in the hole, literally Ace Ventura in the hole. So be prepared. We're coming at you hard and fast. And as Ghost in the Scene is preparing the spooky season, we just want to remind everybody that this is not a time to be complacent. This is not a time to be afraid to lock yourself in your house and you know, turn off all the lights and, and board your windows. Do that if you are preparing you know, a candlelit spell. Do that if you want to you know, uh, ward off some evil demons. But at the end of the day, take charge, even if you are at home. Take charge of your, of your space. Take charge of, of the energies around you that surround your house. And like the Brujo Chef, use cooking as part of your experience, as part of your spellcraft. You know, use comedy, use religion, use anything you want. Because this spooky season, we have to ride the wave instead of be, you know, drowned by it. And so we want to positively just get everybody on the wave with us because this is going to be a wild ride. This month is not going to get any more tame. It is going to be increasingly more intense. We're here for you, but we want to make sure that you're strong and that you're able to withstand everything. So, you know, say your spells, you know, throw some holy water, drink it, douche it. Just a suggestion, douche some holy water. I've done it. I, I feel great. And of course, stay in the scene. Keep your eyes on the screen. Um, you know, everyone, X's, Y's, uh, like everything you do is a spell. You know, like we, you were talking about the Brujo Chef. That was my big takeaway. You don't have to do a big elaborate, you know, wicker man, you know, spell. You know, that takes a lot of your energy. And we still need to be getting through day to day. And you can't have a wicker man every day. Those movies only come out once every like 30, 40 years or something. You know, but you know, there's even the way you brush your teeth is a spell. Yes. You know, uh, you know, getting up is a spell. You know, uh, even listening to the show is a spell. And we hope that we've provided some clear audio sage. We hope that you're feeling more clear-minded after this and ready, feel more ready to take on what's coming. I know I am. I already forgot that I was possessed earlier in this episode. I feel yeah. so much, so much better. And it's just because we, we go through this every week that I'm able to recenter myself. And now I feel like I'll never get possessed again. I know that's not true, but that's the feeling that I get. And that's honestly sometimes better because we're bound to get possessed. We're bound to get tested, but knowing that it's going to be okay is, is a feeling that I think is priceless. So I want to thank you, Rob, for, for helping me find that feeling every week. And I want to thank all the listeners for sharing that feeling with me. And we love you guys. We love you. And I, we love you too, Gio. We don't want to see anything to happen to you. You are the rock, uh, the expert. You know, I'm sending you some more Holy Mace right now, straight from the Vatican. 
So you can rest assured that, you know, you will be protected. And I'll say an extra prayer for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I love you. I love every, all, all of you guys. And uh, we love you. Take care.